You're listening to the Superpower Podcast, Superpower Kids Edition, where author, philanthropist, and Superpower Kids founder, Neverly Rekla, inspires kids to discover their superpowers and change Hey everyone, this is your Superpower Kid, Neva Lee Rekla, and I'm so excited for today's interview. We are going to be talking about finding your passion for kids. Finding your passion is so important, and I think a huge part about podcasting and being in business at a young age is you can have so much fun with what you're doing. And I think our guest today knows exactly what that's like. Her name is Patricia Marseille. She is an executive coach with years of experience of enhancing the performance of lives all around self-mastery tools, which I think is awesome. That kind of sounds like what we're doing within Superpower Experts. It's like finding your superpowers by doing something really fun and awesome. And she also helps people develop team building, which I think is also a huge part about finding your passion. You have to have the love and you have to have like the team in it or else it's kind of boring. So Mm -hmm. I want to get into this interview. So without further ado, will you help me welcome our guest, Patricia? Hi. Hi. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm super excited for this. Yeah, my pleasure. I'm super excited as well. Yeah, this is going to be a ton of fun. So what are your superpowers? Let's see. So these days, because I seem to morph every now and then, I grow into something new. So these days, it's leadership guidance, um, eliminating limiting beliefs, and Mm. definitely flowing in self-love. Those are all really good superpowers. And I think a really amazing part of it is how you mentioned self-love because Mm -hmm. I think a huge part about finding your passion is you have to have the self-love and you have to have like that self-courage or else it's like you're kind of wondering well what am I supposed to do next or how am I even supposed to do it for sure if you can't come into the space of actually identifying your own kindness and compassion towards yourself that's yeah. actually the opening of coming into your place of, of purpose and gaining clarity. That is so true. And also, I think another part of it is you have to, kind of like you said, you have to have those priorities. Um, so with passion comes also responsibility. And so with this podcast, I'll use my podcast as an example. I'm also doing things behind the scenes because this episode can't be published without me putting in the correct information in the information form. If I were to say that this is an interview with Bob from Bob Bill that happened and we were talking about building things, it would be totally off. So you have to also have like those steps. Yeah. And with everything, there's there's that process of really reviewing a lot of the background first before you step yeah. out into the forefront. And I think yes. that's, that's part of that journey in, in seeking out your purpose. And in knowing that your purpose now may not be your purpose later, right? Because it evolves. So yeah. having a little grace on yourself about that too. That is true. I like how you mentioned grace because... I think a huge part of it is you have to have the grace. Like you don't think you're going to stumble. You're going to fall. You're going to get back up again. Anyways, you're going to keep on doing it. And one of our favorite movies is captain Marvel. 
and it shows how she is a human and that is how that's one of her powers she is a human and so she does fall but she stands up every single time yep exactly exactly and i i love that i love captain marvel as well yeah my favorite but what's your superpower Oh my gosh, I love when guests do this. My superpower is, one of my superpowers is chameleon ability. I used to call it gecko ability, but chameleon ability pretty much means that I control my energy um, so I can move. So if I'm with someone who's more energetic, sometimes I can match their energy. Or if I'm someone with someone more calm, I can match their energy. Or um, I'm also really good at like in big events really centering because there's an event that we go to called media summit which i absolutely love but it's so energy filled so everybody's Mm -hmm. go go going and then and a part of it is when you're an icon of influence oh there's my timer um when you're an icon of influence people come and pitch you to see if they can come on your show and stuff so you have to kind of set that bubble and so i'm really good at moving my energy but then another part of it is i'm good at sensing other people's energies and so if i'm noticing sadness but i've had a great day sometimes i can realize oh this isn't mine i totally get that means you're very strong in your intuition which is beautiful yeah thank you and i think it's really awesome to have because it's really it's really easy to connect with people in that sense Mm-hmm. And like sense where they're coming from and if they're even interested in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it immediately lets you know through your connections kind of where that next growth spurt is for you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a beautiful space. Yeah, it is. And it's also really awesome to play with during this time. Like, oh, am I picking up on someone else's anger? about being in quarantine and stuff or is this mine or am i picking up on someone else's sadness that they can't go to their fun places or is this mine and then Mm. it's like i can release that energy and it's so much easier to live in this time right now because i can sense like oh this isn't mine i can release it to the world And due to the the current platforms that we have, the fact that everything is virtual and online, are you finding it easier or harder or the same to function in that superpower? Oh, wow. That's a really good question. I would say it's a little bit both. Like, where am I putting my energy and how am I putting it into those places? Um, Mm -hmm. And also, it depends on the people I'm working with within it. So it really depends, like, how is it shifting and shaping? Nice. Yeah. Well, hey. also, before we get into the break, because my timer did go off and I have uh, to yes. stop talking some point, um, <laughs> I'm just going to say I love that you're asking me questions because, like, I get it. I'm the podcaster. But when you come on and you flip it around, it's so much more fun. So thank you for yeah. doing that. And it's a dialogue. It's about community. Yeah. Exactly. It's not just like, I'm going to talk at you. You're going to answer my questions. And then you got to have the conversation. Yeah, we're both fun beings. So it's all about the fun. That's true. And that's a huge part about finding your passion is finding what is fun for you. 
Mm-hmm. Awesome. So we do have to get into the break. So where okay. can people go to find out more about you? Oh, sure. So there are two places. There's my website, which is www.p as in Peter, m as in Mary, another m as in Mary, a r s as in Sam, e i l l e dot com, which is ultimately my name, pmmarseille.com. Or you can find me on Instagram, which is Patricia underscore my last name, Marseille, M A R S E I L L E underscore coach. And on Fridays, we have some live interview sessions, which I'd love to have you come on. Awesome. I would like that. That would be so fun. Awesome. Well, yeah. Well, definitely go check her out because I've been having such a fun conversation with Patricia today. So we've been talking all about finding your passion for kids with Patricia Marseille. We'll be right back after the break. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Okay, we're back and we've been talking with Patricia Marseille all about finding your passion for kids. So we get to do something really fun because before the break, we were kind of talking about having fun and engaging in like what makes you happy. So we get to do something that I have a lot of fun with. We get to do funny FaceTime. And as we've been talking, you guys have probably seen some ears popping out. So my doggo, Callie Lou is going to join us for funny FaceTime, and she even has her oversized cape on. So <laughs> we get to make our funniest faces in three seconds. Are you ready? I'm ready. Awesome. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> that was a that was funny face. <laughs> Did you think it was fun? Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Well, that was a great funny FaceTime. And Callie likes doing funny FaceTime as well. She's gone to her happy place because she's not very fond of the cape. So Aww. she's gone to her, her kind of happy zone. Well, awesome. So before the break, you were we were really talking about finding your passion in fun things. I think was something really big about it. So I'm really curious. I haven't asked this question in a while. What were you like as a kid? Ooh, super curious. So I, I was very much that kid who was in her imagination most of the day. <laughs> so I would be in the car, like the way that my mom, she would be in the driver's seat. I'd be in the back seat. And especially if there's like 
a big bus or something passing mm-hmm. by. I would act like somebody's in the backseat taking me, pulling me down, putting my hands on the window I and acting that. it out. I and that. I would like, create all of these stories. And the next thing I know, the bus driver and I are communicating and he's laughing or she's laughing and I'm still, you know, acting things out. So my, my childhood was full of a lot of those moments of bringing yeah. people into my space or coming out of my space and getting into other people's. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I think that's awesome. I, I'm pretty much that kid too. Or um, I'll make a goal out of myself to really weird people out. Like, especially with right now what's going on, sometimes I'll grab my mask and I'll put it on and act like it's torture to put on my mask or something. Or I'll start making funny faces at people driving by and I'll be like, yeah, or like I'll, I'll, I know a little bit of sign language. I'm not the best at it. Or I'll like try to start saying hi to them yeah. or start saying like, this is a dog to them yeah. sign language and seeing if I can get people to react back. And sometimes people drive by and they're like, what is she doing? <laughs> so I think that's awesome. And also I'm kind of like that as well. You said you're kind of in your own l- little space. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the type of person. So I got done with um, homeschool, homeschooling. So I've been homeschooled for a while, um, but I got done with my, all my schoolwork for right now. And so I've been trying to figure out what I'm doing. Like, what do I do during the day when I'm not working? So mm-hmm. I've gotten into painting and that's always fun. But then also I realized that Netflix on a computer is so much better than the TV. I don't know why. So I'll go into my bedroom, I'll turn off all the lights, close my blinds to make it as dark as possible and then get my computer, get food and I'll go into my bedroom and watch Netflix for a couple hours. And then I'm like, Oh, that was fun. And I can have a bunch of cool creative ideas while I'm watching Netflix in my bed. Nice. Yeah, it just feels more intimate on the computer for some reason. I guess maybe because it's smaller and compact, but somehow yeah. it just feels like that. Yeah. But I'm a and painter also, also. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've gotten into, I'm not the best, like, drawer. Um, my sister's a really great artist in drawing. Um, so I've gotten into, like, the more I like painting trees so a technique I use is you dip um a cotton ball into the paint and then like that's the leaves and stuff so I more like the abstract stuff nice yeah Yeah. nice I love that you do trees because I I have a mini fascination with trees (laughs) I like the fact that they that they're such a great representation of life and really just kind of embodying life, but taking a stance in a space Mm -hmm. in, in every condition that it's in that it's present. So love it. Yeah. Um, I have a quick story. So we had this beautiful tree in our front yard and Mm -hmm. it was huge. It attracted baby bunnies birds and all other sorts of animals and unfortunately it had to get cut down I don't know the reason um Mm. but we've had that happen a couple of times and so we actually have quite a few animals that were in those trees that come and visit our backyard sometimes Um, and so we have a hummingbird feeder and we have three main hummingbirds and we have one tiny one that we're yet to name 
and their names are Zeus, Athena, and Hera. And then oh, nice. we're still coming up with a name for the other one. And the other one is like literally the size of my thumb. And they're so cute. And they come in and we have a compost bin. So they eat all the bugs off of the compost and stuff. So it's really cool. Oh, I love that you have hummingbirds. They're actually symbolisms of love and passion. So that's beautiful. Yeah. I love them so much. And we have one, the, the bigger one, and that's the one that's named Zeus. He'll come close to our faces. Like, he's come right here before. And so they're all very comfortable with us. Mm-hmm. Hera and Athena, not as much, especially Athena, because she's like a baby. Um, but the other two will come up next to us. They'll have conversations with the dog. Like, she'll be sitting on the ground, and they'll come up next to her, make sure it's okay if they come in. So it's a really cool experience. Very cool. I yeah. love when the ecosystems come together. Yeah, me too. That's something I'm very fascinated with, is animals and seeing how they work and how they communicate and all that. Yeah, and I think it's actually, it's a beautiful space when when we're looking at the subject of purpose. It's a beautiful space to actually begin to discover your purpose is through observing nature. Yeah. And a lot of people neglect that and mm-hmm. pretty much, you know, shy away from it as to, no, I need to study, I need to, you know, read, yeah. I need to, like, do all of these things when we were co-created with all of creation, right? With nature. And so there's a lot within nature to teach us so many things. Um, A perfect example for me is I remember I was going through a rough time in school. Um, This was me in college and it was really, I just felt bombarded by everything, all the learning that I was doing. And Honestly, it felt like I was pushing against myself, but I was going, I was going towards all the goals that I set out for myself. So I didn't understand it. Yeah. And what the way that nature spoke to me is I was at the pool and a friend of mine was telling me to, to catch a ball. I missed it, but I, but my hands ended up going in the water like this. And when I pulled my hands up, it was, you can't grab water. You can't force it into your, your grasp. The only way to actually truly be able to cup water is to gracefully scoop it. Mm-hmm. And that's how you can have a pool of water in your hand. But once you try to grab it with a fist and force, you, you, yeah. you have droplets of water. Right. So that's what caused me to go. I'm really trying to push myself on something that is just making it worse. I need to bring fun and laughter and joy back into the experience of learning and be easy about it. And that's what caused me to be able to walk the rest of my college experience with grace. That's awesome. That's a really cool experience to have. And something um, I'm really fascinated with is we have a ton of bees that come and fly around our pool and stuff. And I love watching them. It's really cool to see how we have conversations with them because they're not like wasps. They can't go into the water and come out. So they'll like go in and go out really quickly. And sometimes you have to go in and save them. Like 
I told you not to, man. And <laughs> I had an experience where there was a wasp in the pool and I thought it was drowning because I because like, you know how their legs come out mm-hmm. and like they kind of sprawl out like a life raft. I wasn't very sure what was happening. So I decided to go into the pool and try to save it. Mm. And then I realized it wasn't drowning and it stung me. And oh. I felt like, oh, man, I thought we had a connection. And then I realized <laughs> it's a wasp. They don't really appreciate it when people go and try to pick them up. Mm. And you can observe from far away, like social distance from the wasp, pretty mm-hmm. much. But yeah. I realized, like, you can observe from a distance. And you can see the beauty from a distance. It doesn't mean you have to go up towards it. Yeah. And it also means not everything that struggles needs to be rescued. That is true. Oh, wow. That's powerful. Yeah. Like, and also I think that's the same with people. Like if you see someone having a hard time, offer to help. But after a while, they sometimes go, no, I'm good. Like I can handle this on my own. Then that's when you step back. Because sometimes what happens is they bring you down with them and you're trying to save them. And they ask for that you don't try to save them anymore and they keep on pulling you down. So after mm-hmm. a while you just kinda gotta go, Okay, I release you. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's so powerful and I think going back to our topic, it's really powerful to find your passion in a way that is helping others. But like you said, some things that are struggling don't need to be rescued. And mm-hmm. so how can you help from afar? How can you observe from afar? How can you see that when you go to grab the water to try to get more of it, you're actually releasing more of it instead of grabbing more? And so being graceful and finding that graceful scoop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's also in, it's interesting to me how we can sometimes get way too analytical about mm-hmm. our passion and our purpose. And it's something that's naturally within you, right? Like yeah. you have it, it grows from time to time. It, it may lessen from time to time, but whatever the case is, it's within you. And yeah. usually any disconnect from your passion, which is driving you towards your purpose, is because you stopped enjoying the journey. Yeah. And as soon as you put an element of play and fun and laughter back into the journey is when the passion is reignited and then the purpose is seen and you're able to move forward in where you need to go without dealing with all of the resistance. And that was the big lesson for me with the, the college experience of the water as to I'm a playful being like it's in my nature. So if yeah. there's anything I'm going to do, it needs to incorporate that. And if it doesn't, then I know that's where I need to shift and adjust to make yeah. sure the passion is still there. That's true. And I saw a post the other day that said, love, they say love never fails. So if it fails, you know, it isn't love. Mm. And kind of what I took from that is like, after a while, when you keep trying for something, Sometimes you realize you got to shift. Your passion has gone somewhere else. Mm. Like your passion is a light that's guiding you through the darkness. 
Sometimes you're going to lose it. Sometimes it's going to hide. But you got to keep finding it. Yeah. And sometimes we get a little gluttonous, right? Like we get a little greedy and it's like, oh, but I like this space. I like everything about this space and your light has moved on, but you're still trying to, you know, suck out the experience and then the experience starts to feel sour and the people around you no longer are as lovable as they used to be. And everything about it is starting to turn only because you now need to turn as well and follow your light. Yeah, that's true. And I think how you brought up people. When we have attachments to someone, it's really hard to let them go. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to release you. I said something uh, about someone we know I, a while ago. I said, they say when you, love, when you love something, you should let it go. But what if you love it so much that you don't want to let it go? That you can't. And realizing mm-hmm. that when you have attachments to something, and like you said, your light has moved on. It's getting darker. Like those people aren't as lovable. It's harder to spend time in those places. You gotta let go sometimes. And realizing that sometimes you're gonna come back around. But sometimes it's like I'm moving on. And also something I've realized is sometimes your light moves on quicker because it's a blessing in disguise. Like you're sticking in it, like, no, I wanna keep going, I wanna pursue this. Your light's moved on so quick that you lost it. But you realize, oh, if I had followed it, then I would have seen how quickly I could have gotten out of this. I've had those experiences with toxic friends where it's mm. like my lights moved on and I'm the type of person who I try to forgive. Like even when I've really been hurt, I'm, I'm that person that will try to forgive someone. Um, and so sometimes I decide, no, I'm going to stay here. I want to give them another chance. Like. I say, oh, I'll give them another chance. But then that chance keeps on happening over and over again. And then I never like realize, oh, I got to actually make it stop sometimes. And then Mm -hmm. I look back and go, if I just followed my light, I could have been out of that situation so much quicker. And I could have seen, oh, maybe I should have listened to what it was saying. Yeah, for sure. And we we tend to take love and misdefine it because we're like oh I love this person I I want to be around this person all the time I can't you know be without that individual but true love has grace true love has the space the breathing space it 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 gives as much as it receives so you have to begin to wonder is it infatuation or is it love because That's infatuation true. only cares about itself. You know, it's That's all about what, what it can consume. But when you spoke about forgiveness, um, I want to actually share with you a definition of forgiveness that I wish someone told me when I was your age, because I think it would have made everything about my life so much simpler in managing forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And it's that forgiveness is actually letting go of the thought that things could have been done differently Mm -hmm. and understanding that the maturity at the time is all that both individuals had. So, so the knowledge that you have now, the wisdom that you've gained now, you didn't have it at the time. And the person that Mm -hmm. you were dealing with didn't have their growth or probably still don't at the time. 
So it's much easier to let go of the fact that they've done something to harm you or they've done something wrong because it's knowing that they don't have, they don't have the further knowledge to, to do it any better. Yeah, that's true. And also that totally reminded me, I had a guest ask me one time, if you could change anything about your life, what would you change? And I said, I wouldn't change anything because every moment I was learning something new. Every moment I was doing my, I was trying my hardest to learn from it. And now from, from some of the things I've experienced, I look back and I go, I could have been nicer to that person. Mm. Maybe I, like there's experiences where I know darn good and well that I could have been nicer. I could have tried harder to really give love and take, take love from my heart and give it to someone else. Mm -hmm. And that's when I know, Oh, I could have, I could have been a little bit nicer. Mm -hmm. I could have been a little bit nicer to them. I could have done something a little bit more polite, you Mm -hmm. know, but then mm-hmm. there's other times where it's like, yeah, I learned. I learned and I was forgiven and I forgave myself. And that's all I needed. Exactly. And that's that beautiful self-love, right? And being yeah. kind and gentle to yourself and being yeah. forgiving with yourself as well as you are with others. That's true. And that's really powerful. It's beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. So I think that... I'm in a very questiony mood and I'm okay. in a really awesome mood. So we get to do something called super need the questions. And also I loved that example of forgiveness that you shared because like oh. every moment you look back and you realize I'm, a, I'm at a different level than I was back then. Yes. Like you can't expect yourself to experience the same thing you did a couple of years ago and react the same way. Yes. Like you have to have that constant flow. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, awesome. So we get to do Super Neva questions. So how this works is I, um, you're going to ask me a question, and, you're, and I'm going to ask you a question. We're going to go back and forth for a couple minutes until we just run out of questions. And it can be from the silliest question to the most serious question ever, whatever. Okay. So since you're the guest, would you like to do the honors? Of starting it off. If there was one thing that you could change about the world right now, what would it be? Dang, that's a really powerful question. Um, (laughs) I usually would say I would change nothing, but then I something I would say is I would really maybe there's like something I could do where everybody had the chance to see through someone else's eyes, like mm-hmm. with everything that's else that's going. Yeah. Like with everything else that's going on, I think that sometimes people forget to love each other mm-hmm. and it may, and that's what, in my opinion, that's what's making this time harder. Mm-hmm. And so like the first, the last thing I want is to be disconnected from people right now. And, mm-hmm. like, I want to show everybody that love. And, mm-hmm. obviously, you can't always do that because there's billions of people in the world. But, like, give everybody the chance to see through someone else's eyes. 
to pour love in their heart no matter what they're feeling or no matter what they're going through. Yeah. So then there could be like less of a divide. Love it. Yeah. That was a really good question. Okay. Thanks. I'm going to turn the question back around to you. If you could change one thing about the world right now, what would you change? I would change the way in which we communicate. Ooh, that's a really yeah. good answer. I think we need to do a lot more of listening that includes understanding. Yeah. Versus hearing and yeah. speaking. Yeah. Because a lot of the conversations now are more rebuttal based than actual understanding so yeah. it's similar to where you were in in your answer it's like a nowadays i think people are regurgitating what they heard instead of actually like taking time to ask questions if they don't fully understand it yes yeah. for sure that's great. Yeah, yeah that's really great both those things together would make like such such peace yeah for sure yeah. Yeah. So my second awesome. question to you, since I work with leaders and I, I help train leaders, um, what is something from your beautiful perspective that you would advise leaders of today that they should take into account or utilize within their leadership that would help birth a better tomorrow? Oh, wow. That's powerful. Um, I would say, similar to what I said in your previous question, in the sense of, like, try to look through everybody else's perspective. Like, something I try to realize is that my experience of the world is so much different than someone else's. Mm. Like, I don't know everything you've experienced, you don't know everything I've experienced, but we can still connect, you know? And so, like, realizing, seeing each other for who we all are and then like almost imagining that everybody's this awesome light being and then everybody's word can be taken into account and stuff i think mm. that'd be kind of cool beautiful yeah okay my second question for you is a lot less serious what's your favorite type of drink like mm. think of a genre and then think of like what that is these days it's probably Mango juice. Ooh, that's a good answer. Yeah. I really love my mango juice. I use it in like, I use that in guava within my smoothies every morning. Ooh. So a real tropical type of, type of smoothie. So yeah, that's, that, really that's my fun thing. What's your, what's your go-to snack? Go-to snack. Dang. Um, <laughs> let's think. Recently. Okay, recently, um, we just got apples. <laughs> I had that, the same thing happening outside earlier. Um, yesterday I made, we got apples and chocolate syrup. So I put chocolate syrup on the apples. Ooh. It's like, that's a really good go-to snack or honestly just cheese stick. Nice. I don't eat a whole lot throughout the day. So when I do eat, it's like... I try to have something that's really oof, so then I can keep going without eating. I tend to do that when I'm working, so I have less distractions. So yes. I get 
that in and it's so yummy and stuff but then I can keep working without like oh I'm hungry I didn't get enough food to eat yeah I, I tend to do that yeah but, yeah yeah what is your favorite food Haitian three. one is Haitian food and that's because my my culture background is Haitian so I've grown mm-hmm. up on it the other is um, Latino. So whether it be Dominican, Cuban, Puerto Rican, I love it all. Colombian, mm. I love it all. Mm-hmm. And third would be Italian, um, big time pasta lover. So yeah. those, awesome. are, those are my go-to. Yeah, I'm, I'm somewhat Italian. I've, um, on my dad's side of the family, we're very Italian. So Ooh. I'm one for Italian foods as well. So what are your other two? Other two. Um, so I like, I'm not going to necessarily <laughs> name genres like you did, but okay. um, I like sushi. Nice. So anything in the sushi area. Um, and then also, gosh darn it. This is tough. So, at Del Taco, I usually get um, a Beyond Eight Layer Burrito. Nice. And also, there's a burger. It's like a Beyond Burger at, um, I think it's Zen Burger that we went to. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna say the burger, but like nice. burgers, sushi, Italian. Very nice. Yeah. Okay. My next question for you is if you, no, yeah, if you could clone yourself from any age and, like, that's your little sibling, Mm -hmm. what age would you clone yourself at? And then, like, 23? Yep, I already knew, right there. Dang. (laughs) but you had a follow-up to it what was the other part and i was gonna also say and then why would you want your younger self sibling person to be that age 23 because at 23 i pretty much behaved like there were no limitations at all (laughs) like it was a no holds barred the the world is is absolutely ready for me and i'm ready for it and if anyone told me anything about well i'm not sure if that's possible i was the one to make it possible that's so 23 was a great great year that's awesome yeah so i'm gonna have a real simple question for you okay run or walk Depends on where I am and who I'm with. <laughs> I'm the type of person where um, I don't necessarily like communing with people on the streets or something. Like, so if we're in our neighborhood, I don't know. I we we're friends with a couple of our neighbors. Sometimes yeah. I don't really know much, many people, so I don't really like talking to many people. And so, um, oh, I'll share a quick story and then I'll ask you a question. We I was going to get the mail with my dog, and then this. Older, older woman and her, I believe her husband and then her daughter 
were in the car mm-hmm. and they sh- she stopped and started asking me a ton of questions about my dog because she's kind of fascinating she's a toy schnauzer so she's like a mini 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 schnauzer so so she asked me a ton of questions about her and then she just when she was done asking questions she just stayed there but then instead of leading with yeah I have to get mail after you she just kind of stayed there and looked at me and my dog so Mm -hmm. then my first my next instinct was to quickly close the mailbox and run home (laughs) But, like, Awkward. I knew I wasn't in danger, but I just didn't want to have much longer of a conversation. So I literally, I waited till we turned the corner because there's this, like, big bush. So, like, after you get past the big bush, then you can run. And then I picked, the poor dog was, like, running really <laughs> far behind me because when I walk, that's her running. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> awesome. that's, that's funny. It's yeah. like, yeah. Awkward. yeah okay i'm gonna ask you a question so we can each ask two more questions okay and then probably have to wrap up because i could keep talking with you for days but that's something okay so my question for you is pretty simple as well run or swim (sighs) oh that's a good one that's such a good one. Can I run into the into the ocean and swim? <laughs> you could do that. That would be fantastic. I, I see them both. I see me running only to go and swim. Yeah. Which looks great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you said ocean, but I'm from Arizona. I live in Arizona and so I'm not mm-hmm. very fond of the ocean. I like being outside of it, but then going into it. I'm not your thing. <laughs> <laughs> are you um, so you're into pools yeah. and waterfalls pools waterfalls lakes pretty much anything but the ocean okay all landlocked got yeah. it yeah <laughs> awesome what's your next question um so my next question is if you were to invent something what would you invent Ooh. i'm gonna can I say two things? Sure. Okay. So my first thing is, so I'm the baby of my family. So mm. I'm 10. My br- brother is 23. He's turning 24 this year. My sister oh. is 19, turning 20 this year. Oh, wow. So you are it, big gap. Yes. So, it's a, so I'm turning 11. So it's a 13 and 9-year age gap mm. in between me and my siblings. Mm. So... I'm used to being the baby and I've always dreamed of having a little sibling. And so my parents said they're done. So <laughs> I decided I, when I was younger, I wanted to create a cloning machine or something or like an area, a place where I could like, I've always wanted a little brother. So like clone myself, but then it was actually like a little brother or something mm. or that's something I would do or like just kind of, Make a robot that can just like produce babies. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That would be awesome. So many that people would, awesome. would find you for that. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. That would be epic. And then I would I'd be the one to raise it. So it'd kind of be like parenting, but then it would be like, it's my little sibling. Yeah. And then I don't have to wait nine months. It can just be like however long it takes me to build the robot. 
Yeah. And then, poof, there's a baby. Boom. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Yep. I like it. Yeah. And then my second thing is I want to build a um, resort or like a pet hotel. So animals Ooh. and meat and stuff could have a place to chill. And then like nice. it would be all sorts of animals and then people could come volunteer to help them. Nice. Yeah. What would be the theme of the resort? Ooh. I think so it would be like a really big resort. So I think it would be like different for each animal. So if mm-hmm. I was ha- housing elephants, it would be like what their natural habitat is. And then like mm-hmm. maybe it's even at some point humans can go and stay in the resort and then they like have different themed rooms for the animal that's on that floor. Nice. Yeah. I like it. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. Now for you. Sink. Really simple. If you could have any pet in the world, what would it be? A baby dragon. <gasps> I would do that. Yeah. I would love to have a baby dragon. That'd be awesome. Just because they're so mystical and magical. and They are. And they're yeah. really cute. And yeah, they're cute. Also, you could have, like, if you're hungry, but you, like, if you were on a road trip, well, I don't think you could go on a road trip with a baby dragon, but if you were flying and, like, you got hungry and, like, you stopped off at the gas station, but then the burger that was once hot was now cold, you could just, like, here. And then they could heat it up for you. Yep. That'd be pretty cool. Yep. And I love the flying part because I would get everywhere super fast. So that would yeah, be Yeah, and also, like, you don't have to I'm, – I'm not one for planes. I don't like planes because mostly it's really hard to have my dog come. And then mm-hmm. cars, it's like if you're taking a really long road trip, sometimes it's not the funnest. You get motion sick and stuff. So, like, you could just get there really fast. It would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I guess my last question for you. Yep. If you had one magic power that would happen from the touch of your pinky, what would it be? Hmm. That's a really good question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Invincibility? Ooh. Like, describe the touch of your pinky. So, like, if I touched my pinky, would it happen? If your pinky touched something. Okay. Yeah, I would say invincibility because then I could technically do anything. So, like, I could touch my head. If I had a headache or something, that I could just, like, touch my leg, my head. That's that's my head, not my leg. My head, my leg, <laughs> and everything. And then I could be, like, invincible. Nice. Yeah. That's a really Love. good end to Super Neva questions. Awesome. That was fun. That was so fun. Unfortunately, though, we do have to wrap up. Yeah, I, no I could honestly keep talking with you for days. And I think, again, a huge part about finding your passion is having fun in it. And I'm going to add to the weekly challenge because, of course, we have to do a weekly challenge. I'm going to say, after I say, you can add on to whatever you want. So I'm going to say, so how we asked each other if there's one thing you could change about the world what would you change start looking from someone else's perspective 
start leading in that like start thinking how you can communicate in a different way start thinking as someone like um the bible says love i don't think i'm saying this properly but like love someone else as you love like love your neighbor as you love yourself or something yes yes thank you i i felt wrong somehow but do that love people as if they're just light beings in the world communicate to them like you are all light beings in the world that was great thank you yeah have anything to add Mine is really, it, it follows suit with the same. It's when it comes to communicating with one another, be sure that you're taking more time to listen than you're trying to be heard. Yeah. And as long as everyone is doing that, it will be equal. And yeah. everyone can come to a place of understanding with one another. That's awesome. That's a really great add-on to that. So thank you so much, Patricia, for coming on my show. I love talking with you and maybe sometime we can find another time for you to come on again because yeah. I loved this conversation today. So thank you again for coming on and will you remind our listeners one more time where they can go to find out more about you? Yes, for sure. So on Instagram, I am Patricia underscore Marseille, which is M as in Mary, A-R-S as in Sam, E-I-L-L-E underscore coach. Or you can just find my page online, which is www.pmmarseille.com. And thank you so very much for this interview. It was an absolute pleasure, and I'd love to have you on my show sometime. Awesome. Thank you. That would be so much fun. And -hmm. thank you for sharing your insight today. And thank you all who joined us today. And so thank you again. I loved this conversation. Remember, follow up on the weekly challenge in whatever way you can. And also, remember that we all have superpowers. and We can change the world through finding your passion. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Superpower Up podcast, Superpower Kids edition. Go now to superpowerkids.com and discover your superpowers today. It's